Hello and welcome everybody to the Homewrecker Podcast. It's Christmas week. It's Christmas! Woo! It's Christmas it week. It is Christmas. So if yeah. you if you celebrate Christmas, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas! We love you. And if Christmas is not your thing, happy holidays. Yes. And whatever you happy, celebrate. Happy, happy whatever you celebrate. And if you don't celebrate anything, that's great too. Yeah. Happy you. Happy you. There you go. All right. Yeah. I am the Golden Greek, Alex Arion, joined as always by my beautiful, lovely, gorgeous, amazing, certified hypnotherapist, my beautiful wife, the lovely Monique. Monique, how are you? Hi, I'm fantastic. How are you? Doing fantastic as always. That's right. As I, well. I am in yes. my festive holiday sweater. Yeah, that's a pretty sweet christmas sweater you it got there. it is for all the watchers showing off my yes and for those of you who are listening who can hear only she is wearing a christmas sweater that says now i have a machine gun oh 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 and it has like little santa hat and snowflakes and guns it's festive it's festive. Oh yes. boy. Oh boy. Is there anything new going on that you'd like to uh share or say before we get into what we're going to talk about this week and what we're going to be and and just so everybody is aware, we're going to do our best this week to keep it family friendly. So if you're listening and you're in the car on the way to wherever you are celebrating or or doing anything, we're going to try to keep it family friendly in case there's any little ones in the yeah. car, but can, uh, I'm gonna do my best. Yeah, I, I'm usually pretty good about about keeping the, the 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 cussing and the and the swear words to a minimum or or non-existent. Not. But yeah, you tend to be the one that slips more so. It's just my nature. It is what it is. It yeah. is what it is. So we're gonna try to mark this one with a clean, family-friendly tag. Gonna just try. We're gonna try. But if if we slip, well, sorry, we slip. <laughs> we it apologize. Happens. What do you expect from us? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'll just kind of share a little bit. Our kitty, our actual youngest kitty, who's 14, he's the orange one for our watchers. Uh, you'll see him jumping up on our couch sometimes. He's not doing so good. So if anyone wants to just send him some loving, healing energy and positive thoughts, we would really appreciate it. He's an amazing cat and we love him. And yeah, and it kind of stinks it being around the holidays, but no matter what time of year, when... An animal you love is not doing well. It stinks. So just any positive energy would be greatly appreciated. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. Thank yeah. you. So let's move on to something more jolly and festive. All right. Is there anything you want to 
add? No, no. I think uh, we'll, we'll keep it pretty straightforward this week. No, no plugs or anything like that. You guys, if you're interested in anything like that, check out the show notes. All the information mm-hmm. is there. Uh, we're just, we'll just jump right into it and try to have some fun this week and keep it, like I said, light and everything. So what we're going to be doing this week is we're going to, like we said before, it's Christmas week. So we're going to be talking about our favorite Christmas movies. Yeah. We haven't done like a movie, like a favorite thing in a mm-hmm. long time. It's been a while. And, and that was something that we were doing for a while there. You know, we, we do kind of yeah. whatever on this show. But uh, I, th- I thought it'd be kind of cool. It, it was actually your idea. And you wrote up a list. And then you said, uh, look at my list. And you write up your list. And I looked at your list. And I went, well, all my movies are on your list. So I'm not going to write a list. We'll just go off of yours. Share my list. My so, list is in no particular order. So, yeah. So, yeah. In no particular order. We're just going to talk about some of our favorite Christmas movies. And... Uh, and I can already see we're going to have a debate on a couple of them. Oh, I'm ready. But uh, <laughs> I'm so ready. Because this is your list. Now, all of my movies are on this list, but you've got some additional ones on here that I, I might uh, have questions about, I guess you okay. could say. But anyway, why don't we just get into it, honey? What is the first Christmas movie you would like to talk about? National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Yes, Chevy Chase, Beverly D'Angelo, Juliet Lewis, and Johnny Galecki, plus many others. National Lampoon Vacation. And it was when we did our favorite 80s movies. It was on there for mine. This one came out. I actually got to go see this one in the movie theater. You saw this in the theater, really? Yes. In oh. ni- so it came out in 1989. And for my birthday, I got to have a little birthday party. And my parents took me and a few friends to the movie theater to see this. And I loved the opening. The opening of this movie starts out as a cartoon and it's Santa Claus trying to deliver the presents on Christmas night and all these catastrophes happen and you have Christmas vacation being sung and it's a really catchy song. And that was just a great start to this movie, I thought, when I had just turned nine years old. And yeah, it's just classic vacation movies. So funny, but it always has that like heartfelt family togetherness theme. That's nice, and yeah. different kids. Yeah, yeah, of course. That's that's <laughs> I think that's kind of like the theme on those yeah. movies, right? It's always always the different, different kids. kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. Uh, that was that was one that was on my list as well. I would have. Yeah, I, I I enjoyed that movie a lot. It, it's like one of those I we haven't had cable in many in a long time, but that's one of those that's probably been on a lot. If you have cable, I'm sure you've come across it and run across it. So cool. Yeah, I'm just I thinking of all the scenes that pop out in my <laughs> head. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm trying to think if there's, I, I don't really have anything to add to that one. I mean. I will share. So growing up as a kid, after we saw this movie, one of the big things with this movie is the house, the Griswold house with all the Christmas lights and he plugs it in and it drains the electricity everywhere and it's shining so bright. And growing up, the, this road that we lived on, there was a house and the the guy there, the husband, the dad was an electrician and they had their Christmas lights. We would call them the Griswolds because there were just so many Christmas lights on the roof of the house, all over the house. It was like the most lit up house awesome. in the neighborhood. So we would always drive by and call them the Griswolds. And I'd, I'm sure there are other people out there who had a house like that <laughs> that they know of and they would call them the Griswolds. That's great. Yeah. Good stuff. I, I, honestly, I did, I don't even. I don't think I saw this movie until 
many years after it came out. I didn't see it right away, but I obviously when I saw it, I loved it. Thought it was great. So how could you not love it? Yeah, it's a great yeah. movie. Why don't you say the next Christmas movie on my list, darling? Okay, the so next Christmas <laughs> movie. Okay, so we're gonna start this now. Here we go. And we we spoke briefly before we started recording, and I said, this is going to be one we're going to have a little talk about, a little debate about, but you're going to end up winning because I'm already telling you in advance, but I'm still going to debate you on it. Die Hard. Okay, so... One of my favorite Christmas movies. And, and, and I my argument is that it was not meant to be a Christmas movie. It was released in like May or June when it came out in 1988. So it didn't even come out around Christmas time. Most Christmas movies or Christmas theme movies come out around the holidays. Most of them, that's like when they get released. This was not that. Bruce Willis himself, the star of the movie, has said it's not a Christmas movie. Did he write it? Well, he was he, he was the star. I would but think he, he would know. Did he write it with that known? <laughs> with that intention? Just saying. Uh, okay. Well, who wrote it? Do you know who wrote it? I don't it? remember. It, it, wasn't, uh, it was based off a book. It wasn't, I mean, yeah, there was a screenwriter, obviously, but it was, the, the story was taken from a book. So, I, and I, and I honestly, I don't know if the book took place during Christmas time or not. I, I don't know. I've never read the book, but it was, it was based off of a book. So it, it's, okay. I say for those reasons, it's not a Christmas movie. It just happens to be a really kick-ass action movie that takes place at Christmas time with the Christmas being the backdrop, but it that has nothing to do with the main theme of the story and i say this imagine it okay we we can you can argue well it's a major plot point because it takes place at christmas time and the whole reason that that he is in the area is for christmas and to see his family and everything because they're on the opposite coast uh, from where he lives okay let let me ask before i get into all this stuff i'm going to counterpoint you then what's the difference between die hard and home alone is how is Home Alone a Christmas movie? Because it happens to happen at Christmas time. Hold on a second. Okay. Can I finish? Can I finish? Hello, can I I finish? No, really, can I finish? I have all my points ready to go. Great. So what my thing is, is if he, you could say, well, it's because of the holiday that it takes place the holiday, like I was saying, but you could interchange Christmas with Easter if you wanted to, or Thanksgiving, if you wanted to, and he—it's still a reason for him to be visiting his family for a holiday. The only thing is, he, yeah, there will be a line in there where he like like your shirt. Now I have machine gun. Ho ho ho. So there's like the the lines that are memorable that are in there that are centered around Christmas. But aside from that, like I said, you, you could have done it with Thanksgiving, like. Now, now I have a machine gun. Gobble, gobble, gobble. If it was Thanksgiving, you know what? I mean? Like you could have done that. Wouldn't have been as memorable, I don't think. But you could have done it. I think Christmas just happens to be the time that the movie takes place. Now you're going to come up with all these counterpoints, and I'm going to tell you before you even, you know, actually. Okay, I'm finished. Give your counterpoints, and then I'm going to say something else. Go. Ahead. I'm going to try to articulate this the best I can because I get kind of scattered with my points, but. One of the things that my argument is, this movie is about family. It's about bringing family together. And that's what a lot of Christmas movies are about, is family coming together and overcoming obstacles Wait a second. and hardships. Wait, wait a second. You're telling me Die Hard is a family movie? It's, it's about family? Think about, okay, 
What? I, I got to hear this. Main uh, character John McClane is yeah. separated from his wife. His wife got a job offer in L.A. and he's a New York cop. So he let his wife take the kids to L.A. thinking she'd be back. Well, she's obviously doing well, and that didn't turn out the way he wanted. So he has some regret. He comes out for Christmas because he wants to be with his family. He wants to see his kids. He misses them, and it's kind of awkward. And it's about bringing that family together. But obstacles come up, i.e. Hans Gruber, and he has to work through those obstacles. Also, with these quote-unquote terrorists slash thieves, what? I'm listening. Okay. I'm just, this is incredible. Think about, okay, you know, A Christmas Carol <laughs> and Ebenezer Scrooge, he's so greedy and then he's visited by the ghosts of Christmas past, present, and future. And what happens with his future? He's going to die alone. Hans Gruber, what happened to him because he was greedy? He died alone, falling to his death. Nobody wanted to help him. You just went from... This is a family movie because of this. I didn't say it's a family movie. Hold on. I finish, please. Can I finish? It's a movie about family. About bringing family together. To Hans Gruber dying alone. Yes. I'm bringing up my Christmas points. The family part isn't saying it's a family movie. It's about uh, bringing a family together that the holidays do that. He, He came out for Christmas to be with his family. And what happens during the holidays? Your family comes together. Also, main character, his wife, Holly. Her name is Holly. That's Christmas. <laughs> what? Nothing. Just that's. Also, Argyle, so, the driver, the limo driver. Yeah. It's Christmas time. What do we do during Christmas? We go above and beyond for people. We go out of our way to help others. He stayed around in the garage for John. He didn't have to do that. He was on the phone with one of his honeys he could have been hooking up with, but he was hanging out to help this guy out. If that doesn't shout Christmas spirit, I don't know what does. And then he even went more above and beyond because when one of the bad guys came out in the ambulance, he rammed it. He didn't have to do that, but he stepped up. Christmas spirit. Yeah. So if it was Thanksgiving, could would he have stuck around? Or no, because it would, it would have been Thanksgiving. I don't know. So you're only allowed to I be... I can't speak for that character. I can only speak for what I saw in the movie. You're only allowed to go above and beyond if it's a holiday. I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that's what most people do is during Christmas time. But, but, my what, la- if, but what if he really is like a fan of John McClane? If they just, they get along on the way, he's a sympathetic. Fan? Yeah, he's a fan of him. He's a, he's a, he likes the guy. He, he, he takes a liking to him. He, on the way Maybe. from picking him up to the airport to the bringing him to the building, the what it was Nakatomi, brings him to Nakatomi Tower, and on the way there, he's like, "Oh, this guy's cool." So yeah, a fan, like he's a fan of him. He's, he gets friendly with him. He's like, "Oh, this guy's cool. I like him. I, I'm a fan of yours, man. You're you're cool. You're good people. Whatever, whatever the kids are saying nowadays. What if he's what or if back he, in and, and or whatever? <laughs> the yeah. 80s. What if that? What, okay. what if it has nothing to do with the holidays? Perhaps, You're just like, I'm just this guy's you, cool. I'm going to help him out. Maybe. I'm just telling you, during Christmas time, people tend to go do a little extra because of Christmas. And I'm just saying that's how one could interpret it. All right, then. My last point is when I watch this movie, I feel Christmas in my heart. <laughs> 
it. Amazing. You feel Christmas in your heart watching this yes. movie. All right. At which part? was it? Is it the part when Ellis gets his brains blown out? Bubby! Is, is that I'm when you feel Christmas knight. in your heart? Or is it when, when, when Hans shoots uh, Mr. Takagi? Is it when he gets shot in the head? Is he that kind of knew feel, it was going to happen. Is that when you feel Christmas in Again, your heart? Overcoming obstacles. Is it? <laughs> you feel Christmas in your heart. All right. Yeah, okay. I feel the love. What I was going to say was, uh, and I told you this before, you're going to win the argument because. I'm right on all counts. No, oh. but because regardless of whether or not you feel it's a Christmas movie or I feel it is or isn't or it was intended to be or wasn't intended to be, regardless of any of that, it's a movie that we always watch around Christmas time. So for us, it's a Christmas movie. It's a holiday that's tradition. Because like, that's just when we always watch it. Doesn't mean we don't watch it any other time. It's just kind of one of those like, oh, Christmas time, we're watching Lethal Weapons and Die Hards. It just kind of happens. It It is what it is. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it wasn't intended to be one. You have key people that were involved in the making of the movie that starred in the movie who say, no, it's not that. But it do- that doesn't matter. And you're going to have people that debate it up and down for the reasons that I've given, for the reasons you give. You're going to, people take sides on it. At the end of the day, it doesn't really matter as long as you enjoy the movie. And if you think it's one, thumbs up. If you think it's not, thumbs up. Either way, it doesn't matter. It, it, it is a great movie and one that you can enjoy regardless of if you think it's specifically made for Christmas time or not. Well, and that brings up the fact that you can watch Christmas movies year round. Yeah, it doesn't have to be. Sure. I watch Christmas Vacation whenever I want. Yeah. You know, just doesn't have to be it doesn't, only Christmas It doesn't time. matter. Exactly. Just like you don't have to go above and beyond for people only at Christmas time. I think you should go above and beyond year round. All the time. But right. I think but anyway. there's a lot of people who just kind of feel, oh, it's Christmas. That's when I'll do it. The next movie on your list is... Die Hard 2. Of course. Yes. Why wouldn't it be? And Reginald Val Johnson is in both. Carl Winslow. How can you not love Carl Winslow? Yes. And, and John, he's just trying to get to his wife, Holly. Her name is Holly. Just saying. So if her name was Nancy, it would... It, it would be a little less Christmassy. I feel like... So like it, that's what Holly. put it over the top for you, the fact that her name is Holly. I'm not saying it put it over the top. I'm just saying it adds, it okay. adds extra to it. All right. But yes, great movie. Do you like it better than the first one? <sighs> I mean, we just watched, we actually just, was it last week? We just watched all five like, of them, like kind of in a row. The first three. Like over a couple I love. days. I'll admit, the third one's not a Christmas movie. No, definitely not. No. Not the, the, the last three are not at all. But I, I can't say I like it more than the first one. I don't know. I like I I love them both. Okay. Yeah. Fair. I, that, I'm partial to the first one, but I like the second one too. And I get a lot of people like the original. They like yeah. the first one. And I you you mentioned the next one on the list already, Lethal Weapon. Yeah. I love this movie. A lot of people will say or ask me, "What do you love more, Die Hard or Lethal Weapon?" And I can't choose. It's like telling me to pick a favorite child. I can't do it. Yeah, that's hard. That's a, that's that's tough to do. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't like doing favorites of anything. Honestly, I don't. Really, I don't. Yeah, can't pick just one. I'm not. I'm. Yeah, 
Hence my big list of favorite. But Christmas Lethal Weapon, movies. another one. It wasn't released at Christmas time. It takes place at Christmas time. But again, think but about. Okay, would you like to hear my points on Lethal Weapon? Are they going to be as scatterbrained as Die Hard? Because if not, then I don't. But if they're going to be like crazy scatterbrained and all over the place, yes, I want to hear them because that to me is entertaining. I'm trying to make sense of your logic. <laughs> I'm sure the listeners and the and the watchers, the hearers and watchers, feel the same way. Please. Okay, so you have Martin Riggs, one of the main characters, and he is a cop nobody wants to work with because he's either crazy or he's just doing it to try to, you know, retire early. But it brings up, like, this guy, he lost his wife, and he's really lonely. And a lot of people struggle with depression, and it's even worse during the holidays. There's stress and anxiety and a lot of negative feelings that come with holidays. And what do people tend to do? They tend to shun people they don't want to deal with somebody else's problems but at that point you really need to go above and beyond and help people and he gets assigned a new partner Murtaugh and Murtaugh once he realizes like shit this guy's crazy I mean Riggs is talking about like yeah I think about eating bullet oh what do you want to hear man do you want to hear that sometimes I think about eating a bullet huh? well I do you know, he talks about it like he wants to die. He thinks about dying, but he doesn't. His right. job stops him from doing that. What, the, huh? What does this have to do with Christmas? I'm getting to it. Oh. So he's obviously going through stuff, but Murtaugh opens his heart and his home, his family to him, brings him in. It's Christmas, has him be a part of the family. That's like a wonderful Christmas message, you know, like being there for others and supporting others, especially during the holidays, people who have no one, letting them have somewhere to, to feel like they belong. So if this would have taken place at Thanksgiving, would it have worked? I don't know. Or at Easter? I'm just saying that this is how I interpret what it. What if it was 4th of July? Like 4th of July weekend, it, the movie took place then. No, because And he opened his home to him for like a 4th of July barbecue. It's not the same. So that's why this is a Christmas movie. Yeah. And again, Christmas in my heart. And again, for all the reasons that uh, we talked about with Die Hard, I don't think it's a Christmas movie. It is. But again, another one where we watch it whenever and definitely watch it at Christmas time. So for us... I guess it is. I guess at the end of the day, it doesn't matter whether you think it's a Christmas movie or not, no, as long really as doesn't. you like it. That's what's important. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> Next on the list, Gremlins. And this is another controversial one. People will say it's not a Christmas movie. We should have just done a show just on Christmas movies and put my fingers up in quotes that aren't Christmas movies or that people argue about whether or not they're Christmas movies. Anyway. Phoebe Kate's character talks about her dad dying in the freaking chimney, pretending to be Santa. The worst thing that ever happened to me was on Christmas. Oh God, it was so horrible. It was Christmas Eve. I was nine years old. Me and mom were, were decorating the tree waiting for dad to come home from work. A couple hours went by. Dad wasn't home. His mom called the office. No answer. Christmas Day came and went, and still nothing. 
police began a search. Four or five days went by. Neither one of us could eat or sleep. Everything was falling apart. It was snowing outside. The house was freezing, so I went to try to light up the fire. And that's when I noticed the smell. Firemen came and broke through the chimney top. And me and Mom were expecting them to pull out a dead cat or a bird. And instead, they pulled out my father. He was dressed in a Santa Claus suit. He'd been climbing down the chimney on Christmas Eve, his arms loaded with presents. He was going to surprise us. He slipped and broke his neck, died instantly. And that's how I found out there was no Santa Claus. That, how does that not scream Christmas? It's about but, like, a Christmas present. You it's could, literally about a Christmas gift. You could say that that's just character development. It's okay, just giving you it's all insight into how a character Christmas. is. It's focused on a specific Christmas gift somebody received. This movie is about Christmas, but no, it's just a fun movie. I actually like Gremlins. Like, what? Come on! I feel like by that logic, it, it takes place at Christmas. It's all centered around Christmas. I feel then that by then by that logic, a movie that takes place in the summer is a summer movie. Okay, Jingle All the Way. Would that be a Christmas movie if it took place on the kid's birthday instead, and he really wanted that toy? Would it be a Christmas movie? Mm-hmm. If it took Based place on, on your his logic. birthday? Yeah, to what get a present. What are you talking about? We're talking about gremlins and lethal weapon and die hard. Because every about? argument you bring is if it happened at any other point in the year, would it still be a Christmas movie? So I'm, I'm just trying to say if that's your argument because it no, happened at Christmas time, that's no. the only reason. No, no, no. My argument is you could change the time that the movie takes place and it would still work. That's my argument. It would still work because if it was Thanksgiving, you could still do the same plot points, the same stuff minus a couple of one liners here and there. You could do that with pretty much all Christmas movies. Really? You could do the movie elf. When Uh, about, about, about Santa's elf. You could do that at a different time. You could do the Santa Claus. You could do the Santa Claus. Yeah, off season. I'm just saying it's like some of these. Okay, a lot of these movies. You 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 could argue. Well, what if it happened at a different time of the year, not just Christmas? That could be argued for a lot of movies. Okay. That's all I'm saying. But Gremlins. Okay, let's hear your logic on Gremlins. I already said my logic. Okay, so because Phoebe Cates' dad died in the chimney pretending to be Santa Claus, it's a Christmas movie. Not just that. It's centered around a Christmas gift. What's the... Oh, that's right. The the gizmo. Yeah. The mogwai. Yeah. Is is Billy's Christmas gift. Okay. Anyone growing up in the 80s who watched this movie, who didn't want a gizmo? Oh, I got one of those little stuffed animal gizmos. I can't remember if it was from like... I don't remember where it was from, but I got one. And I think it was in like, a, I want to say it was like a Happy Meal or something from Burger King or McDonald's. I could be misremembering that. It was a long time ago. But I want to say that, that I got like a like a small mini one, like a little figurine type of thing. And then 
I ended up getting like a little, like a stuffed animal, not like a full size one, but like a little tiny stuffed animal. And it was, I remember it was they like had the like the like thing. actual size. Ones yeah, they had the actual little. size ones, but I had like a smaller one. And I remember thinking like, this thing's so awesome. And I, at the time I was probably like nine or 10, but I was like, this is so cool. Cause the movie just kind of ca- yeah. captures your imagination, you know? I wanted a real one. Can't feed it after midnight though. I still wanted one. And that, that whole thing too. But like the gremlins that popped out, I thought those were cool too. I liked them. All right. They were entertaining. There's a lot of, there's a lot of weird stuff about that movie that doesn't make sense. Like, like the rules. Can't feed it after midnight. Wasn't it midnight after midnight somewhere? What time zone are we talking about? Time zones. Like, does that matter? Like, how does the gremlin know if it, if it's getting. Is that after adjusting (laughs) for jet lag? Yeah. Like, how does that work? But anyway. That's a whole other tangent. Yeah, that that's a... That's a whole other show. Yes. What's next on the list here? Next, 1990s hit movie, Home Alone, with Macaulay Culkin and Catherine O'Hara and um, Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern. Yeah. Yes. Yep, that was on my my list as well. Yes. And, and the kids love that movie, too. Yeah, that's one you can always watch. It, it's always fun watching. It basically, like, it's almost like a... Uh, updated for the when did it come out 1990 90 uh, and updated for the 90s kind of a uh, almost like a three stooges type movie if you think about it because it's a lot of physical yes humor, physical comedy a lot of physical yes. comedy and and it's not like you know like a pie in the face or whatever like like the stooges it's, it's like stepping on paint like, cans yeah, hitting guys in the face and then stepping taking, barefoot on glass ornaments know, to, exactly burning it's, your hand on a doorknob it's pretty violent it is it's It's very it's like looney tunes violent yeah Yeah. yeah, exactly but this movie i don't know about you but when i watched it as a kid i I just remember thinking could i handle that if if my parents left me home alone and i just woke up and everyone was gone how well would i do i used to long for that (laughs) well i used to prepare for a zombie apocalypse so i figured i'd probably do okay I mean, I was, I grew up as a latchkey kid, so I, we were home alone a yeah. lot. So it wasn't really that big a yeah, thing. We, and yeah. I mean, I was, I was actually, I, I, I've told this story in the past. I was left alone when I was uh, 15 for uh, a week and actually ran my parents' restaurant. Yes. I believe I, you shared that. Yeah. yeah I've shared that story show, yeah. a long time ago, but yeah. So I, 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 I did it, but it was just me, my, my. My younger brother, my younger sister were not with me. It was just me. But I was home alone. I didn't have any parties or anything like that. I was actually responsible. And, yeah. So I was home alone. I could handle it. But I was 15. Yeah. I wasn't like, what was he in the movie? Like 9 eight. or 10? He was only 8 was in the movie? Was he 8 or 9? Was he 8? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Moving on. Moving on. What's the next one? A Christmas Story. You're going to shoot your eye out. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. You'll shoot your eye out. That that like when I was little, that was a big movie. Like everyone watched, and then as I got older, I think it's like TBS would start playing it. They do like like, twenty four hours, hours. yeah, around the clock. And that kind of made me get sick of the movie, (laughs) but I still like it. It's just like I can't watch it twenty four hours in a row. That's a lot. Yeah, 
But it is a good story. It's entertaining. And oh, sticking the tongue on the flagpole, <laughs> watching that. Again, how many kids wanted to try that or dare somebody to do that? But I remember one day when I was a kid, I had an ice cube. I was just going to say, I did that with an ice cube when I was a kid. It happened. It got stuck on my and tongue. It got, yeah, that happened to me too. And all I did was salivate and it came off. Yeah. And I, I was just, like, oh, just, it just, just needs to get wet. Yeah, I just put some hot water on my So then like after I realized that and watching, like, why don't they just pour some warm water on the pool? It's not as funny. I guess so. Just tugging the kid's head like, yeah. ah. I, I think, I don't know if I've, to, have I told this story on the podcast before? How I, uh, my, an ex-girlfriend of mine whose dad collected antique radios was friends with like the producer or one of the, somebody involved in making a Christmas story. He like went to college with him or something and he had the original, the lamp the leg. leg. He had the, the, the actual one that was in the movie, not like replica that you can buy. He had the actual one and he had it all like in his basement, which was all just wall to wall from like uh, floor to ceiling was all these antique radios. It was actually pretty cool. And he had just tucked away in the corner in like a display case with like lights on it and everything. He had the actual lamp leg. That's awesome. I remember and I'm looking at him like, but yeah, you can buy these. He's like, no, no, no. You can't buy this one. This is the one that was in the movie. I'm friends with someone's Bob, whatever the guy's name was that he knows and he told me the whole backstory behind it and how he got it. And I was like, oh, wow. It's the real thing, huh? Yeah. No kidding. Seth, that was pretty cool. What anyway. is it? It's a leg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that thing was so cool. I was like, I want one. <laughs> and I'm like a kid and a girl. I thought it was awesome. Oh, there you go. All right. The next movie on our list of favorites, Elf from 2003. His diet. I remember watching that being like, Yep, I could do that. No. As, when I was younger, just eating like maple syrup no. on spaghetti. I, I could do that. No way. Sugar, sugar, sugar. Too much. Way too much. Crazy. Now we say that, but back when I, I was. I mean, when I first saw that, I was early grossed 20s. out. Oh, I was grossed out when I first saw it. I'm like, come on. It's just too gross. Yeah. Anywho. Scrooged. Oh, I love this movie with Bill Murray. Yeah. And there's so many people. So this movie came out in 1988. It stars Bill Murray, Karen Allen, Bobcat Goldthwait, David Johansson, Carol Kane, Alfre Woodard, Dolores Hall. And Dolores Hall was in Lethal Weapon. I believe it was Lethal Weapon 3. She was the armored truck driver. And in this movie, she works at the shelter where Claire, Bill Murray's uh, character, is his girlfriend ex-girlfriend whatever she's working at shelter and Dolores Hall works there too I always liked her <laughs> I thought she was awesome I watched this movie as a kid again parents owned a video store so I could watch it as much as I wanted to I freaking I caught myself I freaking love <laughs> this movie <laughs> Carol right. Kane's character again that physical comedy and I remember David Johansson and I didn't realize as a child that he was in the New York Dolls because he was Buster Poindexter. Yeah. So David Johansson, when I was a kid, uh, known as Buster Poindexter for the song Feeling Hot, 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 
you, you know that song, like the kind of. I know. Yeah. So I'm just saying for our hearers oh, and watchers. Okay. Um, but he was actually like, and then I got into punk music, and then I'm like, oh, he's the singer of the New York Dolls. So it was just really interesting to see that transformation with him. But in this movie, he's the cab driver, i.e., the ghost of Christmas past, and he's a lot like Niagara Falls. I get it. You're taking me back in time to show me my mother and father, and I'm supposed to get all goosey and blubbery. Well, forget it, pal. You get the wrong guy. That's exactly what a Dylan Ahn said. But when he saw his mother, Niagara Falls. Let's get this over with. Love this movie. It's a good movie. There are a lot of people in it. Like, a lot of famous people are in I it. I love when you say that about movies. There's a lot of people in this movie. There's a lot of famous people. There's a lot people. of people in this one. No kidding. A lot of people. You don't say. There's a lot of people in this movie, Where are the mentioning huh? that I'm not going to mention them all? All right. The, the Santa next. Claus with Tim Allen. Yes. And I'm going to say all the Santa Claus movies with Tim Allen. They're all awesome. I Nah, I only kind of, I really only like the first one. The second one's okay, but then after that, they're just kind of like the first one's the best. They go down to the top of the list, that. but I enjoy all of them. Yeah, they're all right. They're not bad. They're not bad. It really kind of watching it makes you wonder too. Like, is he just hallucinating it? Is it just all in his mind? And is it really well, a there's... dream? The way that they put things in there. Well, there's there's a couple of theories about that movie, and we actually talked about it in our Santa Claus movie review a while back. If you go back and look, we did a movie review on it, and uh, it kind of gets into some of the different theories around the movie. But th- there's a there's a couple of dark ones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And 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 you and, and I remember going over it, and when we when we were doing that movie review, and yeah, they're pretty they're pretty dark. So go back and listen if yeah, you're interested. Yeah, listen to that. And speaking of movie reviews, we did a movie review on this Christmas movie, A Christmas Horror Story. Oh my gosh, I love this movie. I just on a whim happened to watch this movie. It's one of those like, what is this? I'll try it out. I'm I'm brave when and it you, comes to testing out movies. And you checked this one out without me at first. Yes, because I figured you wouldn't want to watch it. Why did you figure I wouldn't want to watch it? Because you're really like picky about movies, especially horror movies. And I'm like, ah, I'm going to try it out. And I'm so happy I did. And this movie is starring William Shatner. Merry Christmas. Christmas. The most magical time of year. But in Bailey Downs this Christmas, it's different. And we did a whole movie review on it, so find it and listen to it. It's really interesting. Do you have anything else you want to add about this one? Just that I gave it a chance because you said it was worth checking out, and I said, all right. Because, yeah, you're right. I've gotten better about being, as you say, picky about horror movies. I kind of now I'm just like, ah, whatever, I'll, I'll watch whatever. I'm just not a fan of like the really super gory type of movies. I'm just not a fan of excess gore. Like, you know, some blood here and there, whatever, fine. But when it's just excessive and it's done just for the sake of being gory, it's to me, it's, eh, I can, I can do without it. That's just not my thing. But this one, I, I, I liked it. I really enjoyed it. And there it was, uh, I thought it was pretty cool the way it all. The way the stories the way all the story, came together. Yeah. It was like so listen to the multiple different to, stories and how it all comes it. together with yeah. a twist at the end, which is just so awesome. 
Yeah, it was it was well done. I, so I enjoyed good. It. I enjoyed it. Watch it. Do yourself a favor. Watch it. Not with the kids though. The next movie is The Ref. I've never Are seen this movie. Are you familiar with this? Starring never Dennis seen it. Leary. I know nothing about it. Kevin Spacey, Christine Baranski. I saw it on the list. I went, The Ref. What's yeah. this? Never heard of it. Never. I know nothing about this. So this one is all you. As a kid, I loved Dennis Leary. Because <laughs> he's As funny. As a kid, you loved him? <laughs> yes. I remember he would do those little the things like, on two MTV. minute things. Yeah. Yes. Like, he's sitting there smoking a cigarette and yes. doing his little whatever he's talking about on MTV. Yeah. So at this point, it came out in 1994. So I was a teenager and I thought he was hot and awesome and funny. But the movie was really good. It's, it's about basically he's like a thief and he's on the run at Christmas and he basically kind of breaks into a house and there's a couple there and they're not getting along. And then the whole family's starting to come over and it's chaotic, but funny and just trying to, as these families try to solve these problems in crisis. So he's not like an actual ref, like of a of a hockey game or something. No, no. he's a ref, he's literally like, like a, refing between the couple who can't get along, and he, well, he's like tying them up as they're his hostage. So it's a comedy. Yes, it's a comedy that takes place at Christmas time. It's a Christmas movie. It has like a Christmas message and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's about uh, family and I'll take your word your differences. for it. The ref, watch it. Krampus, 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 however you say it. And we actually did. um, We saw this in the theater. We did. And we did an episode on the origins of Santa, Krampus, and Belschnickel. Yes. So check that out. Check that one out too. This is definitely not family friendly. No. I was going to say maybe like teenagers is fine, but not little kids. Uh, Well, isn't it? It's rated R, isn't it? I don't know. Yeah. But it's with Adam Adam Scott, Tony Collette, oh, David Cockner. How do you say his name? Keckner, I Kechner, believe is how okay. you say it. Conchita Farrell. She so, was in um what's the movie? Uh, with Adam Sandler. Oh, that one. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think <laughs> I don't know. I can watch it in Winona Ryder is in it. Mr. Mr. Deeds. Deeds. Yes. Okay. She was in Mr. Deeds and Two and a Half Men. But no, the, this movie was fun. It was interesting. It was dark, but it still had a good amount of comedy. Yeah, yeah, it had its yeah, it had its moments, I suppose. It's little comic relief moments, but yeah, it's not really not really family friendly. But not it's when you watch it. Still a good Christmas movie. Is it really Christmassy though? Is it really? Yes. How is it not? I guess I guess it's a I guess it's a Christmas movie because you said so. It's about Krampus. <laughs> I know. I, I give now. I'm giving you a hard time. Now I've just it's what you do. That's what I do. It's what you do. Next on the list, Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Definitely a Christmas and movie. Sinbad. Definitely a Christmas movie for so sure. Good. Phil There's Hartman. A lot of people, yeah. Phil Hartman. He was awesome. He was very entertaining. Yes. Rita Wilson, Jake Lloyd, and Jim Belushi. Yes. Again, a lot of well-known actors. There's a lot oh, of people in this movie. a lot movie. of people in this movie, as you'd like to say. Yeah. You know me. You know how I be. I do know you. I remember, I didn't watch this movie until recently, like probably the past few years. I saw this movie. This is one of those movies that was when I had, some of you might know, back in the day, 
they had those black boxes, the cable box that you could get that you could get all the channels and all the pay-per-views and stuff like that. It was like a, a cable box that had like a chip in it, specifically kind of chip in it. And I had one of those. And on the on the pay-per-view channels, they would always play. They were, there was, I think it was Viewer's Choice was one of them in this area. And anyway, Viewer's Choice was the pay-per-view channel that always had movies on it. And then when there would be like a UFC or a boxing event or a wrestling event, it would always be on that particular channel. So when there wasn't a, some kind of sporting event going on, it would be a movie. And they would do like the same movie would play all day. So one day would be Forrest Gump, for example. And then the next day would be whatever new movie was out at that time that had just come out on video. And Jingle All the Way was one of those movies that was on all the time. Cause I always, when I had that black box, always had it on the pay-per-view channel. Didn't matter if it was a movie I wanted to see or not. It would always be on and it would just be on in the background as I was reading or working out or whatever I was doing it would always that'd be on the tv so I probably saw this movie I don't know how many times it was playing in the background but I actually never sat through the entire thing never sat through the entire thing until recently probably with you actually is the the first time I actually sat from beginning to end and watched it but have seen various parts of it I don't know how many times but anyway. Well, this came out in what? 2000, uh, sorry, 1996. 1996 and I probably yes. didn't watch it until 2016. So I waited 20 years. But it was still fun. Yeah, it's a fun movie. Yeah, and the kids like it. Sure. The next one, I freaking love this movie, Christmas with the Cranks, with Tim Allen and Jamie Lee Curtis. And there's a lot of people. Um, Dan Aykroyd's in it. M. Emmett Walsh, Cheech Marin, and Jake Busey. A whole lot of people are in this movie. It's a lot of people who are famous. A lot of well-known actors are in this movie who I will not mention all of them by name. All right. That better? (laughs) It's just, just, sorry, it's just funny. Tim Allen and Jamie Lee Curtis have a daughter who's going off for, I think it's like the Peace Corps, and it's their first Christmas without their daughter. So instead of doing all their yearly Christmas things that they do, they decide they're going to save some money and go on a cruise. But they get a last-minute phone call. Their daughter's coming home, so they scramble to give her the Christmas experience that she loves and misses. It's just a really sweet movie. And there's a part in it, and it's so funny. Um, They're dropping their daughter. They're coming back from dropping their daughter off at the airport, and they're really sad. Well, Jamie Lee Curtis's character is especially sad. And they have to go to uh, a little local grocery store because Jamie Lee Curtis's character, whose name I'm blanking on right now, she needed a few items for stuff she was making. So it's pouring out like major downpour and she makes her husband go get it and he's like well where is it and she's like telling him where it's supposed to all this stuff's supposed to be and so he goes in and he comes back and she's like did you get the chocolate chips and he's like they didn't have any she's like well did you ask ask rex he's like who's that she's like the butcher and he's like i'm sorry i didn't think to ask the butcher where the chocolate chips were or where the white chocolate is or whatever it was. It was just really funny because that's probably something I would do to you. You think it's the white chocolate? I didn't have it. What, did you talk to Rex? Who's Rex? The butcher. As odd as it sounds, I didn't think of asking the butcher where the chocolate was. Like, 
you need to know these things. But I was just thinking I would totally do that to Alex. So I found it extra funny. Yeah. But it's a sweet movie that I highly recommend. All right. The next one. Have you watched this movie? Never seen Trapped it. Trapped in Paradise with Nicolas Cage. Also, John Lovitz and Dana Carvey. It's about, I think they're brothers and they rob a bank and they're trying to get out of town, but there's a snowstorm and like there's police everywhere and they get stuck and they're in the town of Paradise, hence the movie title Trapped in Paradise. And they end up like coming across a family. They're like, oh, come to our house. They kind of like fake their somebody else and they get invited and they basically their hearts are warmed by the family and friendship from the people that they're with and makes them reconsider what they did it's a sweet christmas movie so that's a christmas movie yes what about the next one on the list this is a movie i never even heard of you know i you never saw this movie nope never heard of it Seriously? Mixed nuts. Yeah, with Steve Martin. They work at a suicide hotline, and it's Christmas time, and they find out they're getting shut down. Adam Sandler is in it. Uh, Madeline Kahn. No? Great. No, no, I don't. I've never heard of this movie. Never seen it. No. I'm shocked. No, I have never seen it. I I was not aware of that. Now you are. Okay. It's a funny movie. It's a comedy. All right. I'll move on to the next one, which... What's so what's so Christmassy about this one? Just because it takes place at Christmas time? That's it's it? about the charity of Christmas, and they're there to help others. They run a suicide hotline. Does the suicide hotline end up staying open at the end? I believe so. I can't remember now. It's been a while, but I love so the movie. It's so been it like a, a few happy years. Ending? Yeah. It's a funny right. movie. Great. Next one on the list... Friday after next. There's security guards and their Christmas gifts get stolen. No? It's not as good as the first or second Friday. I'll admit that. I don't know if I even saw this one. I'm trying to think of it. Did I see this one? I saw it like years ago. I thought it was funny. It was like stupid, goofy I, funny. I don't know if I, I... I can't remember if I've seen this one or not. So I, I know I saw obviously the first Friday. It was hilarious. And and it was uh, next Friday is the second one, right? Yes. And I, I enjoyed that one. Not as much as I enjoyed the first the one. The first one was the best one. I don't think I saw Friday after next, so That's I'll take okay. your word for it. Yeah. And the last two, I just want to give an honorable mention. Honorable mentions? We're doing yeah. honorable mentions, yeah. too. Huh? Okay. Silent Night, Deadly Night from 1984. This was a movie I watched as a kid. I thought it was good. Um, if I watched it now, I probably wouldn't think it was good. But as a kid, I thought it was good. It's about a kid who basically his grandpa's kind of crazy and saying, like, if you're not good, Santa's going to come and kill you. And he ends up watching his parents get murdered by Santa or somebody dressed as Santa. So the kid's, like, in an orphanage and everything. And once he gets older, he dons the Santa costume and continues the legacy that took his parents from him. It's... Again, probably watching it. I'm sure it's got a great Christmas message, huh? It's a Christmas movie. Jeez. (laughs) I enjoyed it as a kid when I watched it. Oh, boy. And the other thing I want, it's not a movie. It's a Tales from the Crypt episode, season one, episode two, and all through the house. 
This is the episode with Mary Ellen Trainer where she kills her husband. And the night she kills her husband just so happens to be the night that an escaped mental patient dressed as Santa is going around killing people. And he definitely a Christmas gets movie. into her house. And a fun little fact about this mo- about this episode. In Lethal Weapon 2, when they're watching TV, this episode is what's playing on the TV in the Murtaugh's home. And the star of this episode, Mary Ellen Trainer, was in Lethal Weapon. She was the police psychiatrist. Isn't she in all four movies? Yes, she is. All right. So, so she's in a movie, and she's like, a character she played on the show is whoa, in the movie too. It's really cool. That's like meta, man. So meta. Whoa. Yeah, I just I thought that was awesome. She's also so, the mom from the Goonies. If you can't think of who she is, so hang on now. Yeah, how is that a Christmas? Because it takes place at Christmas time. Well, what's the Christmas message? The the, the don't kill your husband. That's the Chris. That's the message. <laughs> that's it. That's. <laughs> Wow. It's not very Christmassy to wow. kill your husband on Christmas. Oh boy. Okay. Now there's going to be some obviously some notable omissions from our list, but again, it's it's our list. It's the movies that we enjoy. I am going to mention It's a Wonderful Life. Have you ever seen It's a Wonderful Life? I'm going to ask. No. I have not ever seen that movie either. I've never seen it. And I know that's the one everybody says, oh, it's a wonderful life. That's like the number one Christmas movie and, and everything. I've never seen it. Never seen it. Seen parts of it, as I'm sure like most people have seen clips yeah. of it here and there. I've never watched it. Miracle on 34th Street. Never saw it. I saw it when I was a kid, but I don't really remember it. Never saw it. Don't care to. What about the Grinch that stole Christmas? It's not a favorite. It's not one of mine either. I've seen it. I like it, but, but I'm it's not, not one where I get excited. I have yeah, to get that feeling inside. I'm not, like, ooh. I'm not a fan. I'm just if not it, a fan. Yeah, it, if it doesn't all. give me that excited feeling, I, I can't say it's a favorite. What do you think was better, the animated Grinch or the Jim Carrey Grinch? I don't know. I wasn't like a neither? fan of I wasn't a fan of either one of them actually. So no. I know people are like right now are shutting us off. Like how can how can you say that? But it just wasn't just a favorite. Being, we're all. being honest. That's it. We're telling the truth as it is to us, and that's all we can do. That's it. Any yeah. other notable omissions that you think we should at least mention, and then just so people don't get too angry or upset. I'm, I'm trying to think of other Christmas movies. I, those are like, the I those are the ones that always handful. come up in everybody's yeah. everybody's list or if you're looking online for Christmas movies to Isn't watch. Isn't there like a Charlie Brown Christmas? Yeah, Charlie Brown up? Christmas, I yeah. I don't, uh, yeah, I was never a yeah. huge Peanuts fan either, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, so those are I mean, like I said all you had all of mine on on there that I like yeah. and I enjoyed, but yeah, anything else? For, for me, recently, within the last 10 years or so, I've gained an appreciation for older movies that were in black and white where I actually enjoy them because now the older I get, the more appreciation I have for the storytelling and the acting that was done back before there was special effects and visual effects and that kind of thing. Yeah. And it was just more so storytelling and acting. Like I've always been a big fan of the black and white twilight zones, the mm-hmm. original twilight zones. And the music plays a big part. 
it, it, yeah, exactly. But I just I don't know with the with uh, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, It's a Wonderful Life, and, and those I, they just never. I was never, never interested enough to watch those for whatever reason. Nor, nor was I. That's why we didn't put them on our list. But you can share with us your favorite Christmas movies. Let us know. Absolutely. Yeah. You know where to find us. And if not, it's in our show notes. Check out the show notes if not. With that. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy Happy whatever you're celebrating, and uh, and happy New Year too, because that's just right around the corner, which is crazy. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, and, and I did a tarot prediction for next year. It's gonna be a bumpy ride, kids. Get ready, get yeah. ready for that. When isn't it a bumpy ride though? When when hasn't it been a bumpy ride? It's all what you make of it. Mm. Doesn't matter what else is going on. It's all what you make of it. That's true. So regardless of what's happening. Yeah, our Christmas wish for everyone is that you all have a happy, merry, wonderful, safe, healthy Christmas and that you get to be with the ones you love and the ones who love you. Couldn't have said it better myself. So until next time, do you hear those sleigh bells ringing? Are you listening? I am the Golden Greek, Alex Arion, joined as always by my beautiful wife, the lovely, gorgeous, amazing Monique. And you've been listening to the Homewrecker Podcast.